Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. I've had a frustrating week. My Wi-Fi at home has been down pretty much since last weekend. And in this era of work from home, that's not a great situation when you're trying to get work done. So I've probably called the phone company about 10 times this week. There have been at least three technicians out here trying to fix the problem. These are the situations where I don't always love myself. I get highly frustrated. I'm kind of impatient. Several phone company employees have gotten an earful from me over the phone this week. Why aren't you guys fixing this problem? Don't you know I'm trying to work from home? Maybe some of you listeners can relate to that frustration that causes you to lash out, to act in ways that you wish you hadn't afterwards. So it's a good reminder to pick up a Torah portion this week and find a message that's basically about remembering that we're all human, that we're all doing the best we can. This week we're reading a double portion. It's called Akarimot Kedoshim. Now, this happens to be my bar mitzvah portion, so it has a kind of a special place in my heart. But actually, this portion has a special place in a lot of people's heart because of the content. This is in many ways considered the center of the Torah in two different ways. First, literally, this is the middle portion of the middle book of the Torah. And secondly, what's taught in this section is in many ways what sits at the center of Judaism. We're reading from what's called the Holiness Code, and it's called that because it is a series of chapters that are directed at the people, not the leadership, not the priests, not Moses, but the people. And they teach how to live a holy life. We have laws of sacrifice and worship here. We have laws of interpersonal relationships here. We have laws of how and where to slaughter animals for food, how to deal with the fruit trees that you're growing Essentially, how we as humans relate to the world around us. And what sits at the center of this is a series of laws about the ways that we treat one another as human beings. This is from the middle of chapter 19. You shall not steal. You shall not deal deceitfully with others. You shall not defraud others. You shall not commit robbery. You shall not hold the wages of a laborer more than a day. You shall not insult the deaf or place a stumbling block before the blind. And then it culminates with this verse, You shall revere your God. I am the eternal. In other words, treat people with respect because of your reverence for God. And this harkens back to a very old and very central Jewish idea about finding the godly, the divine in each person. The book of Genesis teaches that all people were created in the image of God. And so one of the expressions of that idea is that we're supposed to treat all people with respect and dignity because they are expressions of of God. Don't defraud your fellow because of your reverence for God. Don't steal from others because of your reverence for God. Each of us is a reflection of the godly. And therefore, each of us deserves to be afforded compassion and dignity. It's a beautiful idea. I believe in it. Really, I do. But here's the thing. When I'm frustrated because my Wi-Fi is not working or because somebody just cut me off in traffic, I'm not thinking, oh, that person is a reflection of the divine. I'm thinking, what a jerk that just cut me off in traffic. 
or I can't believe this phone technician isn't working harder to solve my problem. In other words, our frustration sometimes overrides our theology, even if we believe that all people are expressions of godliness. So maybe we need another way to think about people in those moments. Fortunately, our Torah portion provides one. Only a couple verses later, after yet more intrapersonal laws, we're told the following, Do not take vengeance or bear a grudge against another. Love your neighbor as yourself. I am the eternal. Now, this is another one of those Torah catchphrases, so to speak. Everyone can quote, love your neighbor as yourself. We all know that it's important. We all know that it sits at the center of Jewish life, not to mention Christian life and Muslim life and human life in general. But loving your neighbor as yourself is not easy to do because there's one crucial piece of information that we have about ourselves that we don't have about others, and that's our intentions. We know that we're doing our best. We know that the mistakes we make against others are not malicious. We know that we're not jerks and we're not stupid and we're not lazy. We don't always know that about other people. So it's hard to love your neighbor as yourself when you're busy holding grudges or being upset by the things that other people have done to you. Which is why before the Torah says, love your neighbor as yourself, it says, try not to hold grudges. Try not to hang on to all the hard stuff. So how do you do that? Well, one way is to try to work on the assumption that other people, like you, are basically doing the best they can. That their actions toward you are not malicious, but are basically a product of the best that that person had to offer in that moment. That person cut me off in traffic, not because he's a jerk, but because he's having a bad day, or he's in a hurry, or he's distracted by something. The phone company hasn't solved my Wi-Fi problem yet, not because they're out for my money, but because they're trying and they just haven't figured it out yet. Brene Brown writes that when we assume the worst about people's intentions, it's easy to believe that they're trying to disappoint us on purpose. But we know ourselves and our own intentions, and we're rarely trying to disappoint someone else on purpose. Usually, we're just doing the best we can, and sometimes falling short because, after all, we're only human. Love your neighbor as yourself, the Torah says. Try to remember that your neighbor is just a human being. And while you're at it, give yourself a break for not being perfect. After all, we're all just trying to do our best. And as Rabbi Nachman of Bratislav said, the effort alone is precious in God's eyes. I'm going to try to remember that when the phone company calls me back. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.